And now it's time for us to get to our very special guest, uh, friend of the program, guy very familiar with Briarcliff men's basketball, 2017-2018 graduate assistant uh, for the Chargers and Coach Figuera, now head men's basketball coach, first season with the presentation College Saints, going back to his alma mater, Coach Trevor Flemmer. Flemdog, what's going on, my man? Hey, how are we doing, Bobby? Doing pretty good. How are things up in Aberdeen treating you? Doing well. Doing well. Um, excited and, and busy, of course, as a, new, as a new head coach. So, Yeah, and you know, uh, we're going to jump right into it. So this weekend, uh, both presentation, Briarcliff making their way to Madison uh, to play. Uh, I know that first night, uh, Coach Flummer, you guys are playing Midland, another GPAC team who uh, you have your time at Briarcliff and Dakota State familiar with. Uh, the Chargers playing Dakota State on Friday night and then playing each other Saturday. You were going back to Madison where you were the top assistant for Coach Gardner and the Trojans for four seasons. Now you're coaching for your alma mater in Aberdeen. Same conference, North Star. What's it going to feel like for you going back to Madison, not only coaching uh, and going back to Madison, playing against Coach Gardner, or excuse me, coaching against Coach Gardner, but also coaching against Coach Figuera and the Chargers as well? What's that going to mean like for you? Uh, so it's honestly, it you know, I, there's a lot of things. It's it's funny that uh, kind of are going together in, in my first true collegiate um, coaching game as a head coach. Um you know, I'm going back to Dakota State. You know, with our first game being in Midland, so it'll be it'll be um, exciting to see a lot of uh, familiar faces around. Obviously, we're not playing Dakota State um, yet till conference, but um, just to kind of see everyone that that you know I worked for for the last four years, and um, you know, and, and so that that part's exciting. Um, and obviously, um, you know, Saturday we'll play Briarcliff, and and there's. Um, a ton of history there as well. And, you know, actually my, my first true, you know, head coaching experience, I, I lost this Figuera uh, when I was the interim head coach at Dakota state. So obviously would like a little uh, rematch there and it's, it's ironic. It's back at, at Dakota state again. Um, and on top of it, Friday's my birthday. And so um, I'll be coaching my, my first true collegiate game on, on my birthday. So there's just a lot of things that, um, obviously that are get me excited for uh, the weekend. So, so first of all, Bobby's intro was probably a little strong. I would say acquaintance of the program, maybe not so much a friend for the next couple of days, but um, you know, so, you know, you, you mentioned, yeah, we, we played a couple of years ago and, and you took over as, acting head coach for a few games while coach Garner was dealing with some health issues. Um, but obviously now it's, it's probably a thousand times different. So talk a little bit about, you know, what have the last like six months been like for you? Last oh, it's, five, six months. You know, as, as you probably know, when, when you were a first time head coach, um, I sure as heck don't have as good a GA as you did. So, um, that helps as far as, um, <laughs> with the head coaching experience, but um, just been busy, obviously, um, you know, right away came and, and returned, talked to the returners and saw, see it, figured out who's coming back and um, hit the ground running with recruiting and um, tried to sprinkle some 23s in there at the same time. And 
um, it's just kind of been playing a lot of catch up with, with the late hire. And, um, you know, the one thing that, I, that I think I've told you before and, and told a lot of guys is, you know, coming into this program, um, and being so late, you know, we didn't get to do any summer work. Everything is new, um, returners and new guys. So we've got a lot of learning and, and it's probably going to be a little slower process for us to start the year, but, um, it's, it's, it's been exciting. It's been fun. Um, it's been busy as, as I expected, but, um, I, I'm glad that I took the job. So. Yeah, it's gotta be, uh, I mean, it's gotta be kind of a cool deal to, you know, go back to your alma mater where you were a very average college basketball player to now, you know, go be the head coach. Um, I say that completely jokingly because you were probably a better college basketball player than I was, but, uh, I mean, that, I, that, that's cool. And I mean, I, you know how happy I am for you and, you know, rooting for you to go 27 and one this regular season. Um, but, uh, you know, as you're looking at the weekend, you know, you're playing two teams. One, you have a ton of familiarity with. You know, you, you're going to have a pretty good idea of what your game plan is going to be against Briarcliff on Saturday. But on the flip side of that, you know, Bobby and I talked earlier before you jumped on about, you know, we're, we're playing two games this weekend where, you know, Dakota State, I have an idea of what they'll probably do, but they have a lot of new pieces from a personnel standpoint. And, you know, with presentation, your team, you know, new head coach, good amount of new players, you know, don't really know what we're going to get from a schematic standpoint. And you're going to deal with that on Friday night. You know, you're playing Midland, who also has a first first year head coach. So, like, how how are you guys approaching that game? You know, in terms of a scouting report, are you just trying to give some basics and see what happens? Yeah. So Friday, for the majority of it, we've basically just been talking about um, taking care of us. Um, we're going in blow. Day, so it's it's pretty even um, playing field there. So. Um, a lot more worried about us. You know, they, they do have some returners that, that I am familiar with. And so we may have, you know, a very little bit of uh, detail on those personnel wise, but um, outside of that, you know, like I said, we're, we're behind as far as um, learning an offense and defense and, and just the way I want things done. And so um, it gives us a little more time to, to prep on, on us. And, and I think that's probably for the better anyway. So. Yeah, that's uh, – I won't ask you questions about your game plan for Saturday. <laughs> Score more than but, I do. Yeah, I mean, you you did tell me earlier in the week your your side OB defense is going to be locked down. So, <laughs> um, that's a little little inside thing with, with Coach Flemmer and I. Um, so, you know, the last five years, you know, six years you've been in college coaching. I believe that's right. This is your seventh year, correct? Correct. Um, so I got a couple questions. As you go into being a head coach, you know, what's what's one thing you took from your time at Briarcliff, you know, and what's one thing you took from your time at Dakota State that you're just like, yeah, we're going to do that? Gotcha. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I've got quite a bit of uh, handouts. From, from when I was there, from you guys. Um, and so 
I think that's that that is something that I've implemented. Whether that's handouts to the players, um, or or just handouts um, to within the staff. You know, I, I think it was very black and white what my responsibilities were, and I think that was important. Um, you know, where where at Dakota State, um, it was a lot more. I would say, um, get your job done. You know what I mean? And so, not necessarily exactly what you wanted to do. So. Um, I've definitely take that with, with, you know, having young assistants myself and make it very clear what, what is expected and, and what we want. So um, definitely took that from you. And, and um, so far it's, it's, it's been working out pretty well. So um, at Dakota state, you know, I, I've, I was there for much longer, you know, four years. And so uh, I've picked up quite a few things uh, as far as, um, some schematics and, and just some things that um, I maybe not recognize as a player or a young head coach that, that Gary that has have tons and tons of experience um, with practices and games that um, I probably wouldn't have picked up if I didn't have those, those four years there under a, a guy that's, you know, been around college basketball for what feels like a million years. So. Yeah. I, I said earlier before you jumped on, you know, playing Dakota State, I mean, his Coach Garner's resume speaks for itself. And for people listening who don't know, Coach Garner's won multiple national championships, um, coach at the Division One level, coach at the Division Two level, coach at the NAI level, coach at the professional level. I mean, he's run the gamut. If I'm not mistaken, he was an all-Big A player at Missouri and coached yep. at Missouri, you know, under Norm Stewart. And, I mean, the guy, you can't – there are not many people out there that can match his resume. He can coach. So, if you didn't learn something – or multiple things from him, then that's on you, bud. <laughs> yep, yep, I believe that for sure. All right, so the real question, though, is who has the better one-liners, me or Gary Garner? And I know the yeah. right answer. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you again. It's it's Gary Garner. <laughs> what, what's the top two or three Coach Garnerisms that come to mind? Well, um, your, your favorite is is the dumber than peach orchard boar so if someone's doing something dumb or something he thinks is dumb you know he says that's dumber than a peach orchard boar so um i, I don't for those that don't know what a peach orchard boar is um they would like go into the the farm or the field or whatever and eat rotten peaches and get sick and then you know they get better and they do the same thing again so um that's kind of the the reference because be honest with you half our players don't know what, what it was nor did i when it was first said so um but no some other ones that may be a little more explicit that i can't probably share that uh are, are my it, top ones so uh, we appreciate that it's a family friendly podcast <laughs> yeah but i understand pg only yeah, and Coach Flemmer, so uh, Coach McGarry and I were talking last week about a lot of the experience and returners coming back in the GPAC and how competitive it's going to be again. With you staying in the North Star, what have you seen so far uh, going into this year as far as uh, competitiveness of the North Star, uh, people coming back? What's the North Star Conference looking like this coming year compared to uh, last year or last two years? Well, well last year was very very, very close. Um, you know, when we were at Dakota State last year, I think if one or one or two games, we could have been tied for first. And, and you know, we ended up, I think, sixth or fifth. Um, 
and could have dropped all the way to seventh on that last game. So um, it's been very close. Um, I, for the most part, um, a lot of same pieces around the program. Um, you know, we've, we've got some, some guys that we've seen, uh, you know, promoted on Twitter or whatever from, from other programs, but, um, not a lot of people that I, that I know personally, you know, the, the North star seems to be a little bit more of a, a junior college heavy league and, and transfers from outside of the, of the Midwest. So, um, you know, I, for the most part, I think it's going to be pretty similar um, as, as it has been in the past couple of years. So, yeah, and most people know, but for those who don't, so GPAC, you're playing your conference games Wednesday, Saturday, North Star. You guys are playing those Friday, Saturday. It, it kind of explain what those scattering reports are looking like when you have those back-to-backs Friday, Saturday. Are you waiting till late Friday night, early Saturday morning, maybe when you get to a hotel or wake up to give those guys that Saturday scouting report? Are you maybe sprinkling that in throughout that week leading up into practice? Kind of kind of go through that a little bit just to give a little more insight on that. Yeah, um, it's definitely tough, but it, it, it makes sense logistically with where our conference is spread. I would much rather play, um, you know, Wednesday, Saturday, but um, – you know, what one the biggest thing it does is you got to have more depth in our league. Um, those guys that kind of have more depth seem to be um, the teams that that rise to the top towards the end of the year. Um, you know, as far as we we do, we um, we're going to scout that first game Friday. That's what they'll get that Wednesday, Thursday, um, their scouting report, um, you know, but they won't really see a scout report until um, Friday night's game's over. Um, as far as Saturday's game, but, you know, they don't know this, but throughout practice, I may sprinkle in drills that, you know, maybe they do a lot of of flare screens and we'll do a flare screen drill. We're not going to tell you that it's Dickinson state or whatever, but uh, we're just going to work on flare screens. And so we'll sprinkle a lot of that in throughout the week um, just to cover those bases. And so it's not, you know, first time they've seen it um, come Saturday morning and shoot around. So, and that Saturday, you know, it's, it's a lot more of a, um, you know, especially the first time around in our conference, a lot more of a, a, a walk through practice and, and less of actual shoot around um, that you may have in, in a normal situation with a Wednesday, Saturday. So. Yeah. And your, your time at Briarcliff, you had to be around a very special um, tradition that was going on, not so much anymore and being sweater vest Saturday um, with the student coaches when it comes to fashion um, and wardrobe, kind of making your way into the the head coaching role, you have any fashion tips or any fashion trends that you're going to continue to rock with or that you want to start up? I, I will tell you this. I, I've lost the tie like Spagara um, since COVID. I haven't put a tie back on, but uh, we'll see if uh, we bring that back. If, if I do, I have got a plethora of, tie clips which a lot of people don't know go between the third and fourth button and actually to your shirt and not just on the tie so uh, well, i think actually everybody everybody knows that just you didn't four years no, ago five years I've ago always done that i'm the one that's taught everyone i'm pretty sure i knew that before i knew you flemmer i'm just gonna throw that out there but i'll let you have this moment here 
so so are you saying on record on the BC Buckets podcast that you're sticking with the dress clothes still? I am 100% wearing a, a dress shirt, dress pants, and a suit jacket. Good or for a jacket. you. You you're moving on or what? I moved on last year. Thanks for the dress shirt or what? No. The You'll just have to wait till this weekend. Now. I'll, tell, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Keep telling me. Wait. Wait till October twenty eighth. That's what you keep telling me when I ask you questions. <laughs> I did. I've always said my my high school coach Gary Munson from Mitchell always wore like polos and tucked his polo into his sweatpants. And I said, you know, I've always said that once you're able to do that and not be looked at differently, you've made it as a coach. So. And Gary's done that before, one hundred percent. So there's another that, guy that used to be the coach Munson staple, and just being from Mitchell, I've known uh, Coach Munson, uh, legend in his right, and and he he definitely earned the right to wear the the tucked in polo into the sweatpants for sure. So are, are you losing the tie just because of Spaghetti Soli? Is he the one that changed you into that? Do we have any input do there? Not, do not give him that. No, that was COVID <laughs> that changed that. You can't give him that type of credit. Tell yourself what you need to tell yourself. Hey, Trevor. just like that hairdo that you got. No, that, that had nothing to do with you, and you know that. I disagree. So the, the real wrong. question now – talking to two former college basketball players, if we would, uh, right before a game start Friday night, we go into the the gymnasium and we got Coach Flummer versus Coach Figuera in a pig contest. Who Who's coming out on top? I don't even know if it's competitive. I'd right, win. I destroy that. No. <laughs> yeah. No chance. I, I'll, I'll be fresh off my first shooting game of the year. The day before, um, who I thought know, you, I was in that too. No, no, this is no, no. Our coaches, we we do a shooting game the day before oh, gotcha. games. Gotcha. It's actually half cardio workout, half shooting. But uh, I'll be uh, I'll be dialed in. You know, you'd have a little home court advantage because you were in that gym every day for four years. But it is a shooter friendly you know, gym. I tell you that. Right, and that benefits me in this matchup. So is this is the outcome of this changing if we just throw a wrinkle and throw a third in there being Coach Gardner? Is that is that changing at all? Or are we still no, I, I'm not I'm not beating Coach Gardner. I I I'm he's winning that. Uh, he he can still get her up there from time to time. He's a little he's a little more we'd have to do maybe free throws. Oh yeah, you know you you got to play to the era. Coach Garner didn't have a three-point line, right? So right. So there is probably probably yeah. an assassin from fifteen <laughs> feet. Exactly. Uh, Coach Schultz. Coach Flummer. One of the questions I have, and you brought up your time at Briarcliff, still having those handout and things of that nature. Outside of the handouts, has there been any traditions or anything that you've seen from your year at Briarcliff, or um, uh, that you carry over still, or what? What were some of your highlights of your your uh, one year being a GA for Coach Figuera. Yeah, so I did forget that I do still do uh, uh, breakfast clubs as a program. Um, I think we've upped the ante compared to Briarcliff's uh, breakfast clubs. Um, they might be a little more um, enjoyable for me, I guess. In a Are you making way, them maybe, CrossFit but, train uh, with you or what? 
That's basically, you know, they're basically doing all sorts of stuff to they've never done before. It's not just running and all that fun stuff. So, um, and if I do recall, when I was a GA there, I had breakfast club for one, one, one time. And I'm pretty sure Figuero was like, Flammer, they said your breakfast club was pretty dang good. Like you were impressed. Yeah. I mean, I might've just been making you feel, I don't remember this. You know, it could have been, <laughs> I wanted you to feel good about things early on. Right. Whatever. Right. You know, the origin of Breakfast Club is back in my, uh, let's call them less fit days. Um, I actually ate McDonald's breakfast while the guys were running. Um, so that's how I got the name Breakfast Club, because I was actually eating breakfast at 5.30 a.m. Nice. Um, nice. And if I'm not mistaken, I think you've uh, adapted Power Party as well. Yes, we we actually I was gonna add that too. We actually uh we call it Sfigera Party though. And no one knows what it is, but I do, so that's all that matters. That's the truth. I feel like to give a little context to this, uh to people, just to clarify, this is a conditioning type form of uh a punishment. Is that a is that a good way to 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 state it, guys, just to give outside yeah, people you, perspective? You, you breakfast get, club, you, yeah. You get in breakfast club if you uh make some mistakes. Let's put it that way. A myriad you of don't follow the handouts. That's right. Yeah. Yep. And then obviously I don't know if you've used power party, but we don't use it for punishment that's just conditioning no that that's a good conditioning team thing yeah and i'll be i'll be honest with you that uh first year i was there i'm pretty sure they made it the first time everyone yeah, that's the, that, that's the only time since i've been at briar cliff that that a team got all the way through it right so my expectations are pretty high when my guys do it and we have never been close so yeah it's uh it takes a special group you, you know the, the thing is you, you can't have you're only as good as your slow guys. Right. And that, that year you were at Briarcliff 17, we didn't have any slow guys. Right. And and the, the slower, you know, we had Jay Wolf and Eric Erdman to make up for him because it is a partner thing. So if you're a slow guy, you're going to be synced up with a fast guy. And, right. you know, when your fast guys, Jay Wolf and Eric Erdman, they're going to make up for it for you. And I'm I would just positive. like to throw – I'd like to throw out quick that I was um, – uh, a very small part of that 2017-2018 class, so I'm going to take some credit in that, too. Did you participate? I was part of the team. Well, then you, you get no credit for this. I don't even think you were there. You were probably golfing or something. I was probably at golf practice, yeah, to be honest. <laughs> and, and by the some chance that uh, my Dakota State players, when I was there, um, are listening, they uh, – the first couple times I did it, it wasn't a partner thing. <laughs> and so oh, that, no. is, it, that is part of the reason. Oh, that is brutal. That is why they didn't yeah, pass very well. Yeah, they, they, they weren't going to make it. Yeah. Then I realized, I was like, this can't be right. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> Any former Briar Clip players listening right now are laughing at this. Absolutely. Coach Flemmer, it's been awesome having you back on here as the guest for the podcast this week. I know it's going to be awesome watching you square off with the Chargers here on Saturday. 
Uh, we're going to transition and have you join us here for our next segment. This is the shout out section. We do this every single podcast. Uh, definitely a, an awesome one to do here. So uh, I know Coach Figueroa, we're going to let you start off uh, here with your shout out for this week. Yeah, quick, uh, right before the season starts, shout out to my wife, Kara, because um, she has to put up with me for the next five, six months here. And that's uh, not always the most pleasant thing in the world. So shout out her. Coach Lemmer? Uh, I got a shout out, uh, a special shout out here. Um, I'm going to shout out your socks, Bobby, that you gave me in, in 2017 when uh, I, as a GA, forgot them. And I think a student, uh, student assistant's duty is to always make sure your GA has great dress socks. And so uh, I'm going to shout out your socks that I'll be wearing Saturday when we play uh, Briarcliff. Yeah, very special polka dot socks. Um, when I went up to my dorm room that night to go get them before tip off, still in the package. Uh, mother just got them for me uh, to commemorate my first year as a student assistant um, for the basketball team. So I know uh, Mama Kim back in Mitchell is happy that they've been put to great use. So she'll be she'll be happy with that. So continue wearing those. Yes, th- thank you, Mama Kim. I'm going to give a shout out uh, to a couple BC alums. Um, I know last week my wife and I, Courtney, had a chance to uh, go to grab some dinner in Sioux City with uh, current Briarcliff SID Ethan Erdman um, and former men's basketball uh, player Jeff Dobbinton. Awesome getting a chance to uh, catch up with them. And I know uh, both of them are doing great things. Ethan being the SID right now at Briarcliff, wearing many hats. Uh, busting his hump, doing some great things with the athletic department. So shout out to him for all the work he's doing. Shout out to Jeff uh, for the hard work that he's doing too. It was great seeing those guys uh, and spending time with my wife and I. So just want to give a shout out to those guys. Uh, big time seeing them. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of BC Buckets Podcast. Uh, like I said, another great guest this week, uh, special edition of the podcast with former GA coach Trevor Flemmer, current head men's basketball coach at Presentation College in the North Star for the Saints. Coach, going to be awesome watching you coach and compete against the Chargers this weekend. Uh, We'll talk to you throughout the season, but not only this weekend, but throughout the entire season for your first year as a head coach. Best of luck. I know Coach Figueroa and I are wishing you nothing but the best. Can't wait to see what the Saints got cooking uh, in the North Star this year. Appreciate it, you guys.